Hiya and welcome to another episode of The Jewel Kiss with me, John Darcy, as usual, coming to you on Tuesday evening at 8pm on Lisburn's 98FM, Bangor FM and FM 105 in Downpatrick, my three favourite community radio stations in Northern Ireland. You can also listen to The Jewel Kiss on iTunes, Stitcher and wherever you get your podcasts if you've missed any of the old episodes. And actually, I can really strongly recommend the first ever episode of The Jewel Kiss, which was a Christmas special. Because The Jewel Kiss is now officially one year old. It was one year ago I did the first episode of The Jewel Kiss. I've made it a whole year. It hasn't been every week, but not every week I can get hold of a really talented, amazing artist from Northern Ireland. But this week I've managed to get hold of four of them. Tonight we're doing something very different than what we normally do. Tonight I've taken up the challenge of deciding the best Christmas song of all time. Now, if you listened to the first episode, the first ever episode of The Jewel Kiss, which was a Christmas special, I announced on that episode what I thought was the best Christmas song of all time. And I'll reveal what that was later on now. But I thought, it's not all about me. Why don't I open this conversation up? And let's definitively decide as a group what the best Christmas song ever is. So I devised, (laughs) probably spent too much time this week, devising the ultimate Christmas song showdown, knockout bracket. So right, we've got like the World Cup elimination tournament here of Christmas songs. And we've got them in four divisions. And here to help me decide to knock out these songs are four musicians based in Belfast from around Northern Ireland. I'll introduce them here one by one, but they're all sort of interconnected. They've, they've all played in bands together, all currently playing in different bands together. So we'll start with Shaney Murphy on my right. Shaney, how are you doing? Hey, John. Good. <laughs> I'm loving this already. <laughs> Shane, last time I was speaking to you on the podcast was about Go Girl stuff, I yes. think. Yes. But um, people may know you from your musical activities in the bands Beauty Sleep and Wonder Villains and things like that, but yes. also just, you know, playing around Northern Ireland, whatever chance you get. Yeah, that's all accurate. And are you feeling festive already or are you just getting into it? I'm feeling so, so festive. I'm very, very excited to decide the best Christmas you, song. When I showed you the bracket, the knockout bracket, you were like instantly engaged. I'm really You're already excited. making your own wee picks. I, I love games and quizzes and this kind of stuff. So I will get very aggressively competitive for my songs to win. Fair warning. <laughs> so I'm going to rotate now to my left. We've got Ryan McGrory, friend of the podcast. Ryan, how you doing? I'm good, John. Thanks for having me back on the podcast. <laughs> That's great podcast banter, Ryan. You've done this before. Uh, Do you remember we did a podcast very early days about the year you were born, 1991? Great year for music. Um, I'm also really addicted to podcasts now since. Oh, what? what any recommendations for our listeners? Uh, I've been really into Alec Baldwin's Here's the Thing, which is quite good. Great um, podcast. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of others, but yeah, I think he sort of started, planted the seed in me, so... And of course, the Jill case features heavily in the rotation. <laughs> well, I should yeah. say, Ryan, you're also in the band Beauty Sleep. Yep. And Beauty Sleep. And I don't give you a shout out for this often enough. You're the theme song for the Jill case. Woo! So anytime <laughs> someone listens to the Jill case, they get a, a little flash of your single, The Dark, which is available on Spotify, iTunes, all that sort of thing yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the plug, John. That was great. <laughs> so Ryan and Shailene both play in the band Beauty Sleep. But Ryan, you also have a side project, which is sort of a rap rock. Can I say rap rock? Is that really enough? <laughs> I, I, I'm getting like shakes of heads across the room here. I, I've been told to say rock. indie pop rap. 
that's Andy, the, that's you, the you hear the line. voices in the background. I'm about to introduce the third member of our panel here tonight. I'm going to call it a panel from now on. It's <laughs> B McSee, rapper extraordinaire based in Belfast, but originally from Portland, Oregon. And you may recognize him from another episode of the Geocase. Brandy, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. You're, how are you, John? I'm really good. You play in a band. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Look, you don't have to put on my podcast second, voice. My second best Christmas present this year so far. What was the first? Can't really say that on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> so just to make the music a link, Ryan McGrady and Brendan B. McSee, you, you have a, a, an indie pop rap duo called Bloody Gold. This is correct. Well, I say well, duo, incorrect. but it's not a duo anymore because oh, you yeah, added yeah. another musician. Who has joined us for the panel? It's Meg and Kathleen Dallas. Megan, how are you doing? I'm okay. Megan, people may also recognize you from another episode of the podcast because you've been on the dual case too. That's right. It is the ASMR artist here. Oh, oh, we're whispering yes. to to reflect the ASMR artist. Yes, so people want to hear more about Megan's artwork in the visual art space and video art space. Go yes. back and listen to the podcast, Megan Catchley and Dalit. But you're back joining us in louder voice tonight. What? What? Are you playing? But we didn't talk about you, your musical talents last time because I didn't know you had any. But you actually joined Bloody Gold. I did indeed. What's that like playing with these two messers? <laughs> it's lovely. It's like having two boyfriends that I don't have to court. <laughs> It's good. It's good. They buy me presents. Brendan brought me a camera last week. Oh, I never bought you anything. I also play in a bond with uh, Shane. Yeah, you're missing a oh, I more for, musical yeah. I forgot one of the interlinks it's, on the it's, web it's, of it's, the panel. It's all interlinked. So Brandy and Shading play in Milk. M-Y-L-K That's Which right. is a punk band. Yes, we're V-punk. Yeah. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Also, postmodern the- punk. The three of us sang in the boob song. Oh yeah, ah. go girl. Oh, there's yeah. another. Go there's girl. another link. Megan, Brandy, and Shailene. Wow. We I met Shailene. Was through this Brandy. is the great aspect of the Belfast music scene. So I many recorded people. it. Oh, yeah. That's another aspect. I recorded it. That's right. I'm in the privileged position of being with such talented musicians tonight, and that's why I've got them in because these people know music, and they've still got that young. Uh, enthusiasm that makes them care about music give it a couple of years uh, <laughs> so we are going to fight it out to decide what the best Christmas song ever is as I said I have nominated a load of Christmas songs that I think deserve to enter this challenge now you may disagree with me on some of the picks and you may think of a song that you really love and wonder how did that not make the cut huh John well I'll, I'll explain okay so Basically, I've chosen like 36 songs that are nominated for this ultimate Christmas song showdown. There are some I said that didn't make the cut. I'll just run through some ones that I imagine some listeners at home are feeling a bit um, feeling a bit put out about. So Cliff Richards' Mistletoe and Wine, obviously, didn't Fine. make the cut. Terrible. Sorry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, also, Walking in the Air didn't make the cut. Um, Is that even a Christmas song? Exactly. And you know what? I, I should say it's not even a Christmas song. Just like... East 17, Stay Another Day. That's not a Christmas song. Just because they're in white puffer jackets in the video doesn't make it a Christmas <laughs> song. Did that not make it? <laughs> East 17 are not oh, in no. the challenge. Equally, um, Power of Love by Frankie Goes to Hollywood, even though it's very much associated with Christmas, did not make it. It's just not enough. It's not a Christmas song. I always okay. felt Shining Light by Ash should have been a Christmas hit. And yeah. it's, it, you know, look, overlooked. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think they have a Royal David's reference. They you know, do. it's all very. Oh. Is there also Roman That's candle? That's an absolute tune. And well, of course, there's and that as well. Tune. Maybe there. Maybe we can, can. Maybe we can do that because that's how Christmas Rage Against the Machine got the Christmas petition. number one. Yeah, just start a Facebook group about it. Okay, other ones that didn't make it: Little Drummer Boy, Sorry, David Bowie, and Bing Crosby. That didn't make it. Yeah. Twelve Days of Christmas. It's just too long. Five gold <laughs> rings. We wish you a Merry Christmas is too repetitive, so it didn't make it. Let's see what other ones. Mary's Boy Child uh, by Boney M. That didn't make it either. Um, when a Child is Born, Johnny Mathis. Silver Bells by Jim Reeves. Oh, that's, that's a great, a great song. song. Silver Bells. Oh. And that's not me being ageist. You may be thinking these songs are like oldies and that's why I haven't chosen them. There's loads of great oldies, so stay tuned. I think they're all valid to not be in there, to be honest. <laughs> now, this one might get a couple people's... Um, what, what, what's that phrase? Get get your goat? Grind your gears? Jonah, oh. Jonah Louis' Stop the Cavalry has not made it. Because what I don't think that? it's Christmassy enough. Is that? Well, can we stop the car? Oh, I hate oh. this song. It's kind of a Christmas song. I didn't think it did. It's a terrible. There's one. There's a the line. I wish I could be home at Christmas. Oh yes. And the video is very winter themed, but I I can't qualify this as being Christmassy enough. I'm sorry. Um, David Essex, Winter's Tale. Sorry, that that really came close to making it, but. I don't think I know this. I one. don't know this I one know this either. Tune. I, do. I know this. Yeah. Tune. Actually, now that I hear the intro, I'm really. Good I, I, I wish I had to put it in. <laughs> it wouldn't have made it past <laughs> first round, John. No, it was a first round knockout. <laughs> too much. Of, too much of it. Don't worry about anymore. Let's see, Chris DeBurr, Space Man, came traveling. Oh, oh, that one's controversial. Not good controversial. enough. Controversial. So da, da, da. Oh. Hands in the air. Da, 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 da. Actually, yeah, that song has great sing-along potential. We could just end the podcast on that song, <laughs> yes. regardless of yes. whether it places or anything. We should end every podcast on that song. I yes, can't get the royalties sorted out for that one. <laughs> Uh, and let's see John Lennon Happy Christmas War is over oh. you know oh, yeah, is... I, I do have a soft spot for that song but again it's just incorrect it's... is it because he's a terrible I mean, person I, I didn't you want to bring this up on the podcast but yes there is that wrestling with John Lennon's personal life that I just can't let him into this bracket <laughs> we'll save that conversation That's for another a really time. terrible book wrestling um, with John Lennon what war is he referring to oh well the war in his mind probably Bandaid do they know it's Christmas you did not make it. Yeah. <laughs> that song sucks. <laughs> it, you know, the ba- we've, we've talked about Bandiad, you know, the, the sort of potential insensitivity and, you know, that yeah. it comes with a lot of privilege baggage, baggage. I'd rather just not include it in the conversation. So that Bandiad, you didn't make the cut. There are some good ones that, you know, I wish I could have put in, but they're just not super present in our day-to-day winter Christmas life. Like Sophie and Stevens... Yeah. Put out a load of great Christmas Wait, songs on. on his Christmas albums. Yes, what's that Christmas song that that, that Sophie and Stevenson does? Well, he has like a bloody the six albums, albums of worth does of them. He? Yeah. yeah, he put out two massive box sets because he sends them to his friends and family every year. He does a week. Oh EP. my god, that's adorable. but there's a great one, Christmas Unicorn. That I would suggest everyone listen. They're all on Spotify and <gasps> iTunes and all that. 
Uh, Bert Yanch in the bleak midwinter. That was a, that's a great version of that song. song. Make it. Beach Boys, Little Saint Nick. I Aww. wish I could have had made space for that. Marshmallow World. Ryan, we used to sing that together. We did We've sing that a karaoke together. Marshmallow World. Oh, nice. I love it. Uh, the Ramones. Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight tonight. Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight tonight. Wait for it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to hear more of that, it's in the first episode of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Christmas by Tim Wheeler and Emmy the Great oh, from yeah. Tim Wheeler's Zombie Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Great album. Um, do you oh, do you want to build a snowman from Frozen is actually a great winter song, yeah. but uh, I don't know, it hasn't stood the test of time yet. It actually is, I think. I'm just gonna look up the stats here. Stat guy John. Um do You Want to Build a Snowman is on Wikipedia as like one of the best selling Christmas songs of all time. Really? Wow. Around Surprise. that time, yeah. Along with uh, Justin Bieber's Mistletoe and uh, All I Want for Christmas is You, which has made the list. Thank God. Mariah fans. Okay, Whoa. let me just flick for you. Carol of the Bells, that's a great one. Lowe's Just Like Christmas. Oh, I Feliz Navidad. Feliz Super Navidad. Christmas song. That's such a good song. Feliz Navidad. So let's see, Feliz Navidad didn't get in. Um, Chuck Berry's Run Rudolph Run nearly made it. I don't oh, know how. Wow. I, I, that, must be, <laughs> that must have been quite late at night. I was thinking about that one. Uh, there's some great, okay, we're starting with Chuck Berry. There's some great sort of like soul uh, Christmas songs, but just not really present in the UK. Like we don't hear them on radio enough. So that's why yeah. I didn't put them in the bracket. Like Soul Santa by Brooke Benton, Presents for Everyone by Solomon Burke, and Otis Redding's Merry Christmas Baby. So good. James Brown has a whole album of Christmas songs. I didn't put him in at all. Do you have anything Santa, there? Santa goes Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto by James Brown. Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. Hitch up your reindeer. Uh. Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Fill every stocking you find Stevie Wonder did some good Christmas songs um, Someday at Christmas is particularly poetic Christmas Rappin' by Curtis Blue We do have some hip-hop representation by Run DMC in the bracket But Curtis Blue's Christmas Rappin' didn't quite make it Um also, Snoop Dogg did his own version of Santa Claus Go Straight to the Ghetto, too. So you can check that out in your own time. Will we make a start? Yeah! Yes! On, on the ultimate Christmas, Christmas showdown. <laughs> oh, do you want to do it? So you kind of yes. did that automatically, but will we do a yes. It's Christmas? Yes. It's We really needed more hand conduction there. That was all over the place. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a cart or something. <laughs> okay, I did explain at the top of the show. I have separated all of these Christmas songs into four divisions. If, if you need an analogy, this is sort of like, you know, the Americans when they do their big basketball March Madness tournament and they have, you know, the South Division and the East Division and all this thing. So I've got four divisions coming at you in this knockout bracket. If you want to see the bracket, thejewelcase.johndarcy.com I'll have the picture up there you can explode it up really big and have a look at this fill in your own one if you like if you disagree with us so first division up is the crooner division crooner Ooh. this is where it all starts 
some of the so, best tunes in here. I find it really hard personally picking between these, even in the first round. So let's make a start. The first song, the first, sorry, the first battle is between the Christmas song by Nat King Cole versus It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas by Perry Como. So just to give you a wee flash of that, we've got... Oh, God, it's so good. It's so lush. Nat King Cole. This wins every time for yeah, me. So. I feel like we don't even need to listen to the second song. Like, easy first round. This is great for, you know, about Christmas where, you know, Chestnut all the balls has died down. Sort of dinner's sitting on you. You've had a few whiskeys. Getting a wee bit emotional. This is <laughs> perfect. I'm so emotional listening to it right <laughs> now. Like, you always forget the name of the song. You think chestnuts roasting, but you always forget it's just called you the Christmas song. Help. Simple. Yeah. I can feel the warmth of the fire in my heart. Oh my god, me too. Uh, when this song plays right now, there's a dog lying right in front of this beautifully lit fire. Uh, okay, well, we, we'll have a quick preview of it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, but I feel like we're nearly already decided on this one. Although this sounds great oh, as well. This is good though. Good intro. Uh-huh. Is this from a Disney film? <laughs> It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Listening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow So, do we need to vote on this? So we've got, like, we've got five people in the room So there's never going to be a tie <laughs> yes. in the votes So Why is that, John? Because there's five people in the room <laughs> Can so you the Christmas, please? hands up for the Christmas song. Who wants the Christmas song Christmas to win? Christmas song. Oh, it's five out of five for the Christmas song. Next matchup: White Christmas versus Let It Snow. <gasps> Do we need to hear ah, these? This one's hard. Yes, please. White Christmas. We what all know a it slow song. from the film Holiday <laughs> Inn, um, but then was renamed White Christmas because the song was so famous that they renamed the movie. Is that after why it. <laughs> they renamed the movie? That oh, I didn't excellent. know that. Excellent trivia here from uh, the Podmaster. That song. <laughs> we've <laughs> you got just White. Yourself the Podmaster. <laughs> uh, we've got White Christmas versus Let It Snow. Let's have a bit of Let It Snow. This is the Martin version, suggested the by Shailene actually. <laughs> Outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow. Let this it one snow. makes me so happy. So it's Battle of the Frozen Precipitation here. Let it snow or White Christmas? What do you think? <laughs> I have to go with Let it snow every day of the week. Really? Let us know feels like there's connection with other people in it. Oh. And it's so like it's about like love and family and I either see him and like his partner like outside cold or like they're watching the kids from the window and they're like saying, Come on inside after you get all cold and wet from having snow fights. And then white, white Christmas is just about a day to me. Oh, but it's it's very nostalgic. It's it's not about that day, it's about the great Christmas's past, being with your loved ones. This, I this. guess I just don't feel that when I 
Listen but to this it. is part of this is part of Christmas, actually, as we'll find as we go through these songs. There's a lot of heartache involved in Christmas, and there's a lot of these songs are pining for things. They're nostalgic, they're emotional, but then you've got these happy songs too. So there's yeah, I think you've uh, structured this well, and there is so many like emotions even within the holiday. Mm. That's kind of amazing. What do we think? Will we take a vote? Oh, Shedding, you want to play the case? Yeah, no, I was just going to say that White Christmas is great, but it's just a, it's, it sounds like it's a drunk man singing it all the time. <laughs> That's why I always think I like it. It probably it's was funny. Like it sounds. Like, let's be honest; they were probably both drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but it just sounds so funny. Like the melody's so slow and like. <laughs> yeah, I'm maybe that's, so that's just the tape flutter. But, but <laughs> as a song, <laughs> okay, Hans for White Christmas. No Hans for White Christmas. Hans for Let It Snow. Let yeah. It Snow. It's a new house again. Let it snow. Okay. That shocked me. Hopefully, I we thought. will get to an actually contentious bracket really soon. I thought that Maybe was the we'll one. all be on the same page. It'll be a Christmas Yeah, miracle. it's nice to know we're all so right on. <laughs> I do not think so. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, it's the most yes. wonderful time of the year versus Winter Wonderland. Ooh. God, all these songs have epic intros, right? It's the most wonderful time of the year. I mean, this is the most Las Vegas Christmas song ever. Just <laughs> uh, from that, what you will. This is Andy Williams. This is my favorite one to hear in a shopping center. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This song makes me want to shop. Yes, me too. I want to buy all Spend the some money. It is like a John Lewis ad in a Christmas song. Sort of, it's very glitzy and shiny and makes me think of the commercialism of Christmas. I think mm. for me. John uh, Lewis right. ads make me cry. It's not though. very punk rock, that song. <laughs> sentiment. Now let's go for Winter Wonderland. The version I've chosen, um, which I feel is like the definitive version, is Doris Day's. Whoa. Oof. This already is winning for me. Which has a bit of an extended intro, which I really like. Over the ground lies. Oh, I do like this yeah. bit. I forgot about this. A heaven of diamonds shine down through the night. It's so Two soft and like in spite of the chill. Like like the glistening of like ice, everything's just yes. all soft and sparkly. It's just so relaxing. It's like you've just woken up and you're yeah, like yawning and that's it. Romance can blossom. Disney birds. There's yeah. Disney birds there. And they're holding a banner and their beaks. The <laughs> and it says, Winter Wonderland. <laughs> or wake up, you lazy fella. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Are you listening? In the rain. This song makes me feel like a cat. And it was like, <laughs> a beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in the winter wonderland. You know, I was actually going into this. I was going to vote for it's the most wonderful time of the year because it's it it rings a bell with me or something. It like strikes Christmas a chord bells. with me. Sleigh bells. Christmas sleigh bells, yeah. Yeah, jingle bells. But I find it so hard to turn off Winter Wonderland there that I feel like I'm actually being drawn to it now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. similar position. I thought before listening to them, I would have gone for uh, 
the most wonderful time of year. But I disagree with you all. Consumerism for the win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's well, we take a pre- preliminary <laughs> vote before we before we do any arguing of a vote for it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's just oh, it's just Megan, just Megan. So is everyone going for Winter Wonderland? Uh, I, I think so. so. It, yeah. Doris Day won me over with her. Yeah. It is a great. You know what? I feel like if we had played one of the the meal crooner versions, like Frank or <sighs> Bing or Perry or whoever, I might have probably still given it to Andy Williams. You know, on that one. But Doris gets the win there. Andy Williams. See you later. Okay, last. Matchup of the crooner division. Boom, 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 boom. Dum, 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 dum. Now this one, I'll explain now. This this is this is another la- layer of complication. But in the last matchup of each division, there's actually three entrants because Ooh. the last two can be swapped in or out. So definitely in the matchup is have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yes. That's Ooh. that's in. But then we have the choice of whether it should be because these are quite similar. I'll be home for Christmas or driving home for oh, Christmas. No. So we, should we decide that first? Should it be I'll be home for Christmas or driving home for Christmas? Driving. Can I hear I'll be home for Christmas? Yeah. Really yeah. This is Frank's version. <laughs> this one's already. Silent night. <laughs> that is silent night. What are they doing? Mash they up. love doing this. Up. Back in the old 60s. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be home oh, that is good. for nah. Christmas. Again, we've got the sense of longing. Like, life isn't good unless it's Christmas. You <laughs> can plan on yes. me. Okay, no, I'm just no, driving, driving home. Gonna home. Win Let's get here. driving home. Everybody has to drive home. Yes. Oh, yes. And again, this one's sort of borderline because not classically considered a crooner song, but listen to Chris Rea's voice here. It's a modern crooner. A yeah. modern you're, you're does, does pinning cr- it now as a modern crooner. Does crooner <laughs> just mean like deep voice or what's... You know, lamenty and I don't ballads, know what that word means. Um, sort of soft and slow. It means all of these okay. songs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see those faces. This one is a lot more nostalgia for me. Like I have such clear memories of being a kid and hearing this, or, like in the car, or, like that sort of thing. Like I don't really know the other ones so well. Although it maybe objectively is better, this is just Plus, wrapped the, up in that nostalgia. Yeah. And it has the excitement of actually going home for Christmas. The other ones, like I wish I was there, but this, oh, but driving home for yeah, Christmas is right. like I'm, I'm getting there. there. I'm gonna be there. A bit of excitement. You know. I think I have to go with the Frank Sinatra one. Oh, we're finally getting some uh, some <laughs> yeah. tension in the room. Okay. And the main reason is like, it feels like more like naturally Chris. I I know that Chris Rea, well, I don't know. I have no idea. But I assume. (laughs) I know Chris personally. I I assume that he didn't write that song for a consumer. I thought you were going to say, I assume he eventually did get home for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Rea is driving home every Christmas. I'm really bad from that. Uh, yeah, so a side, a side note, I, w- I would take that he wrote that post driving home to Christmas and he didn't make it home. Uh, but the Frank Sinatra one just seems like a little more like, not the actual song, but I feel more heartfelt when I hear the song. And it, and the driving home for Christmas, I feel like I've heard that in like an advert or maybe a movie that isn't so good. It gets a lot and, of radio play because I feel DJs at drive time are like, I know what will yeah. work right yeah. now. <laughs> Driving home for Christmas. But it does work and that's why you're wrong. Oh, it does work, yeah. Okay, right, let's take a quick vote. I'll be lose. home for Christmas, Hans. 
I'll be home for Christmas. Okay, hands for driving home for driving Christmas. Home. Okay, it's a three versus two win for driving home for Christmas. I know that was an extended chat, but that was just the first layer of that matchup. Okay. Because now we have to decide whether driving home for Christmas will actually beat out what I think is probably the sleeper hit of the whole tournament. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Play the song! And the classic version by Judy Garland. Have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light Next year all our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a The Yuletide game Next year all our troubles will be miles away Oh my god, this is the best song ever. I really it think has she's to right about that last sentence. Once again as in olden days Happy golden days Of your Okay, have yourself a merry little Christmas. <laughs> I feel like we can move on. I think performed that's... by Judy Garland. Actually, from from the movie Meet, Meet Me in St. Louis or St. Louis, if you remember that one, and she's actually consoling the younger member of the family. Because oh, she's an actress who's as well. been very upset, and she has to console her and say, "Have yourself a merry little Christmas." <laughs> That seems a bit good advice. I mean, it works in the film. So life is depressing. Okay, but just enjoy it. Don't ruin it for the rest of us. I mean, maybe I didn't maybe I didn't frame that right. Maybe I didn't frame that right. That it probably made sense in the actual narrative of the story. Judy Garland versus Chris Rea. What do we think? Judy. 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 Do we need to take a vote? Okay, okay, hands up for Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Megan, what are you doing? Okay, it's four hands up and Megan, you haven't put... Wait, Megan, why, why are you voting for Chris Rhea? Who lives at home and doesn't have to drive home for Christmas? <laughs> I can't <laughs> drive. I don't have a driving license. Yeah. Do you leave the house like? Occasionally, yes. <laughs> so you have to drive home to get to Christmas? Well, if someone had a cycling home... I, I live very close to my parents' You can't, you're... The heart is made of stone if you don't melt at hearing that Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas song. But you're going See, maybe Christmas this is then. the, you, you drive quite a lot and that's why you I empathize. Do. I'm, I drive Megan, every me- single person in, in this true. room around except for you, John. John's driven us around as well. So I guess this is the thing, right? We haven't really broken down what are the sort of reasons we're picking. Uh, the so deep. So we've, we've got like, you know, I, I feel like there's a couple of maybe categories like sing-along ability, like... <laughs> things you emphasize with which is like the driving Driving. aspect and maybe you know repeated listening that you hear them on the radio or you hear them out in the car but sorry Megan (sighs) driving home for Christmas loses and it's Judy Garland wins this round we have the next round of our crooner division (laughs) in the bank settled let's move on to the heartache division oh my god heartache division are all of those songs associated with love, love be it lost or just brooding? I can say I have issue with the the title of this division because I just think 
all the big, big tunes, all the big modern tunes are in here. So it's just, it's going to be the hardest one. Some big hitters in this one. There's a lot of modern songs in this one. So we are flashing forward in time. First matchup is Mariah Carey's All I Want oh. for Christmas versus Woo! Baby It's Cold Outside. really tired me apart here, John. Turn it up! Yeah. I don't, I don't care about the Christmas. This is the best Christmas song. Really? If I had to pick without doing this whole thing, it would be this song. Can we make this a wild card as well, John? Like, no, it's kind of true. So I'm not going to play any more of that no! because because I, I get the such a tease. I get the feeling that this song is going to go far, so we're going to hear a bit more of it. So that's Mariah Carey's "All I Want Is for Christmas," and here's a little taste of Ella Fitzgerald and Louis singing "Baby Is Cold Outside." Louis Jordan. Louis Jordan. I really can't stay. But baby, it's cold outside. Oh. I've got to go away. But baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been been hoping that you so I'll hold your hands just like I'm getting the feeling that the room is probably already decided on this. I have problems with that song. Oh, yeah, oh, I do yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. That, do that's too. all that's also I posted it's, it's I posted about this online last year and it didn't really, oh, really get much of a reaction, but I um I sort of called out the writer of this song on 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 Twitter, I think, because did you twist the this, writer of this song? This, That's amazing. Are they still alive? No, no, I, I no. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't tweet at them. I just did one of those, you yeah, know, Ella classic. Fitzgerald okay. is a classic, <laughs> Ella, classic passive aggressive. No, Ella, Ella didn't write Ella this is one. Because if you've listened to the lyrics of this song in detail, it was clearly not a woman who wrote it. It's uh, very much a man who feels entitled to uh, you know the, the physical aspects of a human relationship Ooh. because it's littered with language like you know you're going to embarrass me if you send me out into the cold it's it's very like forceful oh, is, that, is that your problem Ryan oh. is that what you're feeling too yeah well we had a, me and Shailene had a talk about this in the taxi the other day and it was just sort of like there's it's a little bit it's like a creepy little song. bit creepy, creepy. Little yeah. bit. oh no it's, it's majorly very, creepy uh, can I get a, the, the, what, can I get a couple of like examples yeah hold the, on let the, the, the lyrics up now here. one of the main lyrics that I have a problem with is oh what's in this drink and then he just goes <laughs> yeah. right past it and you're like that's nah. not great oh. as in she then, questions that yeah and then he says nothing yeah and then he just moves oh. on yeah. and, and then we also, don't know if he's lying or not that's the and also he, yeah. just, he says something like oh how can you do this to me as though it's like and I think how it's can like, you leave me with like blue balls like it's so weird yeah and I think <laughs> oh, that the really? lyrics are designed yeah. to provoke a reaction of like oh he's such a lad oh, no know, but like, I do think there is there is niceness to it as well. Like it is a little bit cheeky if it's like all game or some sort of rude. Yes, but it, some yeah, of the lines are a bit. Oh like yeah, we said yeah. we'll make. Yeah, do you we think said, like the what's in this drink? Maybe it's like, 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 like for example, well, like, yeah, like I, I know that in in context that could be a, like a horrible thing to say, but in context that could be like, ah, uh, did you Irish this coffee yeah. up a bit? I think Can the you say whole that Lisbon radio? the whole thing could be solved if there was just a big alarm at the start that was like this is consensual, consensual. <laughs> and then it would be fine. So yeah, Ella could be like, I'm totally yeah, done yeah. with everything that happens. I'm she, excited. And then we could just oh, have good. a bit of banter, like. I guess this song is from <laughs> a different time. Scary. Yeah, it's from a different time. 
but I guess what it's saying is is all the bad things about that time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's not got my vote. I'm going to vote for Mariah in this one. So that, that maybe yeah. let's take the poll now. Um, well, hands I mean, up for Mariah. My whole body is in for Mariah. Yeah. Like, so I, so excited. I, I was initially for. Have we talked you around for the first one, and the second one for uh, baby. It's baby, cold, it's cold. But now I'm having serious doubts, and the Mariah Carey tune is an absolute shoe. <laughs> we won Premier! <laughs> so oh, unanimous. I'm gonna make it unanimous. It's unanimous. Yes! No, okay. anonymous. <laughs> the second matchup is a tricky one in the heartache category. Baby, please come home. Well, Christmas brackets. Baby, please come home. Close brackets. Very melodic face. Uh, this is the version by Darling Love from Phil Spector's Christmas album. We'll, go, we'll have a lot of Phil Spector tonight. Okay, so Christmas Baby Please Come Home versus 2,000 Miles by The Pretenders. Obviously, the refrain of this is "It must be Christmas time," and then you realize it's sort of like a "I'll be home for Christmas" type song. Like it's "I'm yeah. gonna meet my love again at Christmas." That's why it's in the heartache division. It's like a sort of pining song. Mm. And for me, this is probably the toughest first round matchup because oh. I love both songs so much. I love the Phil Spector produced "Darling Love," "Christmas Baby, Please Come Home." It just has such a relentless beat, amazing bassline, really singable. You know, but two thousand miles. Every time I hear that for the first time at winter, I really feel festive. I, I think 2000 Miles for me isn't Christmassy enough because in my own life, I probably try and write music that's like that song, <laughs> you know, like outside of it being Christmas. So it's very dreamy. While it's amazing, it just doesn't have the Christmassy factor okay. now, for me. You've, you've swayed me now because I far prefer this song, Christmas. But you're right, every time I hear 2000 Miles, I do feel very oh, Christmassy. Oh, I didn't mean this way. Yeah, those. So now, oh, I'm, all, and now I'm, I'm all a flutter. I don't know what to I, think. In terms of heart ick. And it's that great baby. Yeah, it's pining for that boy when he comes home. Okay, you've convinced uh, me. I vote that one. Okay. Baby, please come home. Hands up. Hands on the air. Okay, it's five out of five. Awesome. God, that, I, I went through all the emotions there. I I'm so sorry, Pretenders. It was great. 2,000 miles forth. nearly. Okay, right. Now this one. 
This one, by a lot of people, could be seen as a walkover, but I'll argue the case otherwise. Fairy no, tale you New- won't. Fairy Tale of New York versus Christmas wrapping. Oh, oh, is like, oh, this is so hard. No, 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 no. There was Christmas. I mean, there's no question about what is winning this. We should just go right now. I don't know. Are you joking me, Ryan? I love Christmas rapping. This song's played at the end of like every Christmas this night. This is ever. Could my favorite Christmas song and hers get beat in this the No, first it's line? not friendly. No. It's not. Well, they no. seem like they can maybe do it. I'm Guys, if feeling. you vote this out, I'm going to walk out of this room. You have all of the power right now. Okay, so Fairy Tale of New York, obviously a classic. And I feel like the last couple of years, particularly, the media has changed the narrative to Fairy Tale of New York being the ultimate Christmas song because it was felt like a Christmas song underdog or something. It's like, oh, do you know what the best Christmas song actually is? It's the Pogues, Fairy Tale of New York. Because it is, it is. Okay, well, here's I the competition. Think, Christmas yeah. rapping by the Waitresses. Oh, no. It is holiday. very annoying. Yeah, I can't <laughs> get behind this song. It's unresolved and I don't it's like unresolved. it. It's unresolved and I don't like it. The cadences in this one do not speak for me. It's an earworm. I guess it's like a rap song, but... It's, it's not a, a very song, good but one. It's like pun because it's spelled rapping as in gift don't, paper. No. Rapping paper. When this is, this is really toughly put together because that's one of my favorite indie songs. Indie it's Christmas probably songs, the only the like is... cool indie song of like you know years ago. Like not everyone like Stefan or whatever does the indie thing, but this is probably like, the classic indie Christmas yeah. tune. It's such. But a... then the Pogues is well. The Pogues song was classically my yeah. favorite Christmas song as a teenager, but I've heard it so much now that I just can't listen to it or engage with it anymore. Yeah. So Aww. I don't. You I think dare. I've had Pogues overkill. Like yeah. you know when you 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 uh, feed a plant too much. <laughs> And it dies. <laughs> and it dies. I feel like that's happened to me with the Pogues, and that's why I'm feeling Christmas wrapping. I should well, no, say yeah. that, like, Wait, I did construct it, the bracket. If, if you sure, so, like, yeah, if I really random, wanted it... a certain song to get through, I could have put Christmas wrapping against something I thought it would have beaten easier. But I want the I want this to be a proper bracket, so I put songs that had similar themes. If lyrically. you vote out the Pogues, don't any of you come near me on Christmas Eve oh, at the end of the night and try and hug me because so we've got it the is hard over. The drunk tank anyway. I, I have a question of your metaphor for overfeeding the plant. Yeah. Uh, surely overfeeding is okay. It's overwatering you have to look out for. No, see, if you overfeed, the plant gets too many nutrients and okay. the uh, the roots actually nearly get burnt Ooh, sort of in a way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Burnt roots from the pogues then. <laughs> I just, I didn't know that. But now um, I do. Okay. Hans for fairy tale. I mean, I, I'm gonna on. can I I'm gonna give it because do I think it, you do God. not want to ruin this just because it exists because I know it's such a tune like <laughs> yeah, it's overkill yeah, yeah. for me as well but it would be it would be blasphemous okay, if so it lost three hands right. Right. so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it strong. give it to them plus yeah, I think strong. they might die we've got Sisters Megan we've got Megan Brandy and Shailene raising their hands for Fairy Tale New York which leaves me and Ryan raising our hands for Christmas wrapping and I think we made the right decision as a group because I would agree me and Ryan are probably just being you know. Smart arses by trying to pick. I imagine anyone that's listening to this is going like, "What are you talking about?" It's obviously, the, you know. So okay, so we've reached. The I get to use pick. I, I know why you picked it, but like you picked it in the not. This is the better song. And do you know what? Because you, you you're tired of the other one. Yeah, and that's what Christmas is all about: empathy. 
The last <laughs> yes, John. Yes, you get you yes, yes. <laughs> the last matchup of the heartache division is again we have a wild card, so we'll do that first. It's and it's because they're so alike in terms of sentiment and lyrics and all. Lonely this Christmas versus oh. Blue Christmas. So this oh. is the, this is for no, the wild lonely. card position. So this so is this in... is for the wild card position. Okay. So and then what's it going to go up against? Really it's going to go up against a massive big hitter, but we'll save it for a minute. Oh, so okay, okay, Lonely okay. this Christmas versus Blue Christmas. <laughs> I'll I'll give you my family history to this one. Oh, I was I was going through. I was crate digging in my dad's old singles. What is crate digging? Crate digging's when people look through record crates and it's like they're digging for gems. Oh, okay. So I found the seven-inch single of "Lonely This Christmas" by Mud. And do you know when oh. they released this on the cover, they actually had printed on to and from labels. Oh my so that you could write it on as a present. That is so cute. And it was to Whoa. John from Jackie with love at Christmas, and that was my mom and dad, and that was oh, a Christmas present. That's so it's so a bit of context for that one, and that's, that's going to go up against. Present. And I'm not trying to flavor the vote here, but against that flavors the vote. Idea. Elvis, all <laughs> our Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know this song. I don't think so. I was pretty sure that I was siding with you, and then when you told me that story, my heart just like bled. Yeah, you went. Yeah. We're voting for Jackie. We're voting for Jackie. John and Jackie, two K sixteen. For the win, they're still together, right? Shout out John and Jackie because they're never going to shout out in the podcast. You did a great job. Okay, JJ. So lonely this Christmas has made it through, and it's going up against a behemoth. A what? A behemoth. A behemoth. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lisburn for behemoth. All right, okay. Oh, oh, no! oh yes. No <laughs> Winner, straight off the bat. Oh, 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 this is a good shape. Oh, I'm very torn. <laughs> it's already that's such a tune. Oh, that's the one. Is that music talk- video? That music video. Come Do you need to talk about this? Is this a? Is this a wash? This one. Everybody yeah, who's well. ever had a relationship last year loves that song. <laughs> <laughs> He's creepingly single, but also doesn't have Facebook. But the loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> so can't get Tinder. Life but is pain. Hands up for last Christmas. <laughs> Okay, we've got four hands, but Brandy is sticking to his guns with mud, and uh, that means they're eliminated. Sorry. <laughs> okay, we have completed the first round of the heartache division. We're moving on to division three, the work do division. Yay. And by this, I mean, you know, work party, staff Christmas party. This is the song that you're hearing while you're either holding someone's hair back in the toilet, or maybe you're out on the dance floor having a good time. These are all the sort of disco-y, rocking ones. A lot of ones from the 70s. I think this is another division where the first round is very hard. Yes, to get I, I'm... I've tried to group them in terms of, like, as I have with all the divisions, the first round, I've tried to group them in terms of similarity. So our first 
little uh, matchup is Jingle Bell Rock versus Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Oh, I can't choose. That is fly. That's a Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Is one of my favorite Christmas songs ever. Really? Deck the halls with boughs of holly, rocking around the Christmas tree. It's just so lovely. It's okay. quite Wait, carefree. Are both of these songs from the best ever Christmas film ever? No, no. The first actually, one is we should though. we should clarify. No, it's it's actually "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree" by Brenda Lee, which is in the infamous scene in Home Alone where. Kevin has set up his living room to look like a Christmas party, has a cardboard cutout of Michael Jordan attached to a toy train set yes. so it walks around it's the, the same room. song though, right? So that's rocking around that, and that's why that one gets my vote because it's so associated with that moment. But the and first it, song Also, there's a rocking bell rock solo could be in Willow and I'm not quite sure. They're, they're, they were released around the same time. So, right, the Bobby Helms Jingle Bell Rock was 1957. Brenda Lee's Rocking Around the Christmas Tree was 1958. So they're around that rock and roll time, yeah. right? So alike, and that's why they go head to head in the first round. I'm pretty sure that Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree has a sweet sax solo and Jingle Bell Rock does not, and therefore Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree gets it for me. Yes! Yes! <laughs> and I mean, if you're at the Christmas do, then everybody's automatically doing the saxophone, air, air saxophone. Saxophone. Santa, we had our Christmas do last night. It was just me and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? I mean, like, 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 when I say genuine Christmas do, I mean, like, with people that you don't really know or you don't know. Christmas do last year for the limelight, sure. In January. Oh, yeah. We just went, we just went, to, Christmas we just went to the pavilion and played Pooh. Like, Jingle Bell Rock, hands up. Oh, wow. I thought this one would be more tied down the middle. Okay, hands up for rocking around the Christmas tree. It involves Five an hands. action. Home, oh, yeah. home Alone. Just, home Alone and yeah. the Saxophone. Five hands for Home Alone and the Saxophone. But not to no diminish passion. Jingle Bell Rock, it is also a huge tune. I know what you also mean. No, I really favorites. don't. In my head, they're the same song. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. They're very easily mixed up. And again, now we've got two songs with very similar titles. We have Merry Christmas Everybody and Merry Christmas Everyone. Ah. And here's the difference. Oh my God! Oh, yes. <laughs> it's like whenever you're a kid, like you're automatically oh, a kid again. I have a great Christmas story about this song. You just stole my great Christmas story with the no, song. No, you weren't involved in this Christmas story. Oh, I also have a great Christmas okay, story. Okay, well, I'll tell you my first. So I was playing with a great band from Belfast called Pleasure Beach in the Ulster Hall last year around Christmas, Ooh. which is uh, was great. But the, before that gig in the Ulster Hall, I was playing a Christmas cover gig with Goldie Fawn and we had learned all these Christmas songs and we were playing them all day long. And then when we went on... <laughs> 
Merry Christmas. This is, this is one of the best songs. So then what happened was we went on stage at the Ulster Hall with Pledge Beach and there was technical difficulties, but they had put the house lights up, house lights down, sorry, and they made it really quiet. So everyone was like watching us like deal with these technical difficulties and I ended up leading the Ulster Hall in a sing-along to this song based oh. on my, I, I swear to God this happened. The whole Ulster Hall sang along and I played the chords and like they lifted the house lights and the whole hall was singing. Oh. This song is going to win just because, I wish I was there now. I know, it was the most magic thing that's ever happened and I can't Whoa. believe, I think I'd had like a couple of pints at the previous gig which is why I was bold enough to do it but it was amazing. And like what's, what, do, do you have any idea what sparked you to do that song or what? Um, like, no, what, yeah, did you I asked. That day or because we were playing a Christmas gig before, and then I asked. I said, "I've just been playing Christmas gigs. I'll play you a Christmas song. Does anyone know any?" And someone in the crowd was like, "It's Christmas." And I was like, "Yeah, I know that one." And did you sat. play it on the piano as well, on or the, just on the on, on my the keys? on my Juno? And the whole place sang along, and it was Whoa. a Christmas miracle. And then the technical difficulties just fixed themselves, and we played it's this. It's a Christmas miracle. That is, it was it's a Christmas, Christmas miracle. miracle. I know Christmas. Wow. Actually, a tricky song to play chord wise. It is, and that's why I remember because I remember learning it that day. B going, flat why major. Is this so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, perhaps me and me and Shailene, um, and maybe you too, Ryan. Like our choices here might be flavored a little bit by having to learn some of these songs mm -hmm. over the years for different gigs, cover gigs, and yes. you you get the, an extra appreciation. I think when you learn the weird chords in Wizards. Christmas song and Slade's Christmas song yes. they're surprisingly difficult to play yeah I think Christmas songs in general have the most chords out of any song like most songs have there's lots of like major to minor like a normal amount Christmas of chords yeah there's a lot of like that. weird like not in key things and modulation things stuff you couldn't things get away and, with in yeah other music it was it's, it's really good though okay so Merry Christmas Everybody by Slade and then its opponent Shake and Stevens Merry Christmas Everyone Oh, sweet tunes out. This is really hard. This, this is a tune. Shailene's story has got me just feeling all tingly inside, though. I think this is one of the hardest first round matchups. Slade, Merry Christmas, everybody. Shake and Stevens, Merry Christmas, everyone. It's not just that their names are so similar. It's that they're both so brilliant. Jolly. Are we voting? Okay, hands yeah. up for Merry Christmas, everybody by Slade. Slade! Okay, five hands. It's straight into the Woo! next round. The next matchup on our Christmas bracket in the work do division is Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time versus Elton John's Step in the Christmas. Oh, wow. Oh, I love this song so much. Listen to that keyboard. <sighs> I 
spirits up. We're here tonight, and let's see now. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Great tune, mostly for the simple sounds. I have a Juno 106, and I swear one Christmas I was just playing with it, and I think I found that exact tone. It's very happy. Now, Elton John's Christmas song is a Gosh, perfect fuck. example of the mix engineer sitting in the studio thinking, it's Christmas. I'll just let that reverb slide up a little bit louder. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, in post, can you add in a very Christmassy verb to your own voice? Oh, I could right now. I could sound like I'm in a Christmas field. <laughs> so I'm standing in a Christmas field right now. Surrounded by reindeer. I, I stepped into. Is, stepped this, into is, is this technically a podcast if it's on real radio? I mean, it goes out on radio and it's a podcast, so technically it's both. But I always call it podcast because it seems a bit more trendy. Is that sad? <laughs> <laughs> what do we think, Paul McCartney or Elton John? This is this Battle is of the actually, Songwriters. Uh, Paul, uh, I, this is the only one I've personally recorded both versions of each song Ooh. from a musician point um, so that doesn't really mean anything are you, it are just you a means musician man? not really um, but I certainly <laughs> a, know my way around give us an anecdote about the difference between the songs oh, recording please. them hmm let me see didn't really know what I was doing for the Elton John one and it's a lot of chords uh, Paul McCartney easier than you'd think yeah. and uh, good keyboard so good to know I mean did you have just you, surmise? Have uh, you anything that that, that could the listeners could garner from this? <laughs> God, I don't know. I think I really like the Paul McCartney one. I think that has to be one of my favorites. But he is your favorite Beatle as well. well that know. is true. That it's is also one of the best Christmas songs. Like compared to Elton John, which is let's face it, a B Christmas oh, song. I feel like Elton John's a B had, one and Paul McCartney's Elton. an A one. Megan, what do you think? I'm with Paul here. I, I also like Paul because I feel like it's quite like disingenuous. I feel like he's kind of not really serious. I feel like it's a very I'll just do a Christmas song. Like it's <laughs> like it feels very just churned out. But no, it's, don't get that, get that, 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 that bill, right? Don't take away from the magic. That intro with the Christmas music is just it's magical. It takes so me Christmas. back to being but like it's very six. calculated. Uh, it's not like it's not. It's a synth- we'll, we'll, fantastic. We'll get to oh. calculated Arnie later. <laughs> Hands up for oh, then Paul McCartney. Yep. Oh, PMC. Oh. It's again. Anyway, it's a walk. I really, <laughs> genuinely thought this first round would be more. Um, we'd be more contentious. More fighting. But we're we're nearly unanimous on everyone here. So sorry, Elton. Okay, we've got another one of these wild cards here. So we've we've got to make this decision first. Christmas time. Don't let the bells end by the darkness. Versus. Thank God it's Christmas by Queen. Ah, yeah! Two two classic. Well, one classic rock song, and then a full <laughs> classic rock song. So here's I'm so the darkness first. Yeah, darkness. Her having a career that's current. Oh, you mean like Hashtag the feminism, oh, the feminist yeah. message of it? Okay. He's like, You got your career, and that's why you were at home not last a bit like, I've never paid attention to the lyrics, but 
Uh, you told, you you should, told, they you, you are, told me this earlier, and, and I was like, "Is he not holding it up against her though?" Like, like well, he's you like, got yeah, your that's, career. Yeah, you got you right. You were right doing your thing last year. And you know what? That really hurt me, and it still does hurt. That's what he's saying. And you know what? I'm all for it. Now hold on. This is this is. I forgot this, this is existed. Queen? Wait, are you holding Queen and the Darkness in this? Yeah. You know exactly what you're doing to me. You did this on purpose, didn't you? <laughs> I know you're a big fan of Queen, big fan of the darkness. So is it Freddie or whoever your man was from the darkness? Justin. Justin, Justin Hawkins. Hawkins. Uh, like the bazaar in Castle Hero. Do you know that that's the reason why I like the darkness? Is because they're trying to be... Well, that's why I hitted them against each other, because uh, do we want get Queen the or the ripoff? Get the good part of the song. Just like a minute in, it goes on for ages. Ah! Yes, it's Christmas. Thank God it's Christmas. Oh, um, yeah, that that yeah, that sigh there is so yeah. satisfying, so I'm, good. But I do have to go for the darkness. It's obviously yeah, better. I'm so sorry, Freddie, but it is. It's Justin on this one. Okay, so darkness wins. There's three of us Christmas here. Christmas sign. Don't let the bells in. Hands up. If we're nominating it, we are all time. Okay, it's unanimous. Sorry, Queen. That uh, attempt to sell a couple of singles around December did not work. (laughs) We're going for the darkness and their attempt to sound a couple of singles around Christmas. Okay, now the darkness, Christmas time. Don't let the bells end. Is going up against in the first round of the work due division. Wizards seminal classic. I wish it could be Christmas every day. Oh, this is so hard. Logistically, I disagree with that statement, which means I can't play that song. (laughs) Now, we were talking about ironic sentiments with Paul McCartney, but this is the true ironic Christmas song. It's Mm. like, there's, it starts with a cash register. It's all about the commercialization of Christmas. It's sort of tongue in cheek. But it turned into one of the biggest Christmas songs and they made a lot of money out of it. They have a children's choir in it as well, which is like very Christmas. Oh, we love it! Well, I wish it could be Christmas every day. I've always viewed this as a lesser slade. Like it's sort of... What? I've always thought this was a bit... You know, but, inferior um, to Slade's damn seventies classic. But the singer has a beard proper in this one, like a yeah, proper I know. Father maybe it's because I don't have a beard or can't have a beard. Maybe also, this song beard envy. I don't know. But this I, song I don't has a like sax it. in the solo. If that helps, sax solo always helps. That could be a problem. Mm. Let's be honest. Okay, hands up. I wish it could be Christmas every day by Wizard. No. Oh what? On your own. No, on your own. On your own. Are you serious? I've got my hand aloft I'm and I'm being left hanging. So- I'm this so is the upset of the first friends. round. No, this is real? like perfect. I yeah. knew whenever I chose you as friends, you would back me up on this one. <laughs> Validation. Okay, Thank so you hands, up, hands guys, up for the darkness. Darkness. I can't believe that's such a good Christmas song. Don't let the bells Yeah, it's got a special guitar. I had Wizard going the whole way to the final. Have you not heard the solo in the darkness? How'd you put them against darkness and Queen? Right now, and like and like have faith in it going. <laughs> Nani has had faith just, in the darkness to go through, and I tell you what, I'm, they'll win. No, it's just not going to win. No, Brandy, d- come on now. <laughs> I'm shocked that Wizard has been knocked out. There's, yeah, the next round is, is a different story. There's people in the older generations wringing their hands right now, 
reading the flip the radio switch to a different channel if we keep <laughs> fixing this. Okay, Wizards out. I can't believe it. The Darkness are through to the next round and we're on to our final division, the Santa there? division. I don't want to make presumptions about the divisions, but I feel like this is the weakest division. But it's it's probably the most so, sort of holistic division. It's all about songs about Santa or about his mates like Rudolph. We love Santa. The first matchup in this division is I Believe in Father Christmas by Greg Lake. I don't Greg know this song. Um, versus Rundy MC's Christmas oh. in Hollis. So let's hear Greg Lake's I Believe in Father Christmas. Greg Lake recently Young passed man. away. Aww. From Greg Lake from Emerson Lake and Palmer theme. Uh, I Believe in Father Christmas obviously has loads of really nice instrumentation. This is, this is instrumentation for sure. Oh, this is good. And it's also like a punch in the face. What do you mean it's a punch punch in the face? A Christmas punch in the face. They said that there was no Christmas, but then there wasn't. It's a really strong song with the lyrics. And also... It has that lovely little bit which I just research head on research John that comes from the Trochia portion of Sergei Sergei Prokhiev's Lieutenant Kijay Suite written for Prokofiev. the 19 Prokofiev Kijay Suite you nearly did is that, it. Is that Irish? Sergei Prokofiev did I say it wrong? Sergei Prokofiev Prokofiev with eating? Spanish <laughs> Street. I think I've played that. I used to play in orchestras, guys. Yeah. Happy days. Um, so that's going up against that. these. I mean, these songs could not be more different. I feel like Run the and Sieves, Christmas and Hollis. This is this is a jam. And this song is the this first is, verse. This obviously, is about bumping into Santa. Yeah. Yeah, loving this. One super happy and one super. Not. Oh, this song is also in arguably the finest Christmas movie of all time. What? Die Hard 1? Yeah! Yeah! Hold right. on, sorry, there's a big debate right now about whether Die Hard is actually a Christmas that movie is, or not. That, that is, that is, that is invalid. That is, sorry, that's it not. Christmas movie. That's not a debate for this podcast. No, but it's okay. a Christmas movie. He saves his whole family in time to put up the Christmas tree. And he's not even wearing shoes the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's snowing. They keep saying Merry Christmas. Does he even to each have other? a pistol at the beginning? Ho ho ho. So the reason Christmas in Hollis is in this division is because the first verse is all about uh I think is it Run runs into Father Christmas. Yeah. And uh he, Father Christmas, Santa, the big man, leaves, but leaves his wallet. Mm-hmm. And then they find Father Christmas's wallet. Now the the, the problem I have with this song is that <gasps> The second verse, following the chorus, has nothing to do with that. It's running. Christmas time in Hollis Queens. No, but it has nothing to do with the first verse where they find Santa's wallet. They don't return it to Santa. They don't find Santa in the end. There's Would a you? complete no, lack. No, they do. There's a complete lack of closure. No, I, I thought they find it and they return it in the first verse. I know, but there's no closure. It's the second verse, they're just hanging out in their house. So no. it's like there's two verses of two different songs. That's my gripe with the song. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I get you. I'm not burying the song here. My understanding is that the first verse 
kind of itself. resolves itself. Okay, okay. And then the second verse is is a different story about yeah, Christmas about because because so Ron finds Santa and then knows Santa and then realizes Santa, yada yada yada. And then the second verse, DMC okay. is talking about his own Christmas experience and he just didn't happen to be out with Ron when he found Santa, <laughs> or maybe just thought Ron told the story so well. There's no 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 reason to top that story. So he tells a story about like the quaint, you know, mom's making something in collard grains and it's just like, it's warm inside. And See, I'm missing the overall narrative arc here. So there's like two separate stories. Well, I guess the that's overall, the, dif- the nit- difference between I'm a nitpicking. rap song and a... I'm nitpicking. Yeah, what's the so overall words. narrative arc of the other song? Oh, good question. Mm. Christmas yeah. was once a good time, and then, no, it's not really, but that's, also no, no, it's no, all right, I guess. That's, that's a statement explored in song. They said there'd be snow on Christmas. I can't even remember the last Christmas it was snowy. I think it moves It moves from, so the narrative arc of I Believe in Father Christmas is like he's disappointed because they said there would be snow at Christmas, but it just keeps raining. And then the second verse, he's like, they sold me a dream of Christmas. So it's sort of about that, you know, the idea of being disappointed by society and these, you know, mythologies and narratives that we get sold by the media, the press and, you know, our families and our schools and our institutions. And then the third verse is that he actually, he turns it around. He says, I wish you hopeful Christmas and a brave new year. And it's despite his disappointment at these structural societal problems. He still does wish you hopeful Christmas. Again, I'm sorry to colour this so much <laughs> of my pick, but shall we take a vote? <laughs> I really, I was really thankful for yeah, both of those the context of that song is way more interesting and thought provoking. Yeah. <laughs> but as a song, but as a song, I mean, only the way I feel I when it comes it. on, yeah, it's definitely wrong. The MC. I like the music. I mean, because Santa of, it doesn't exist. I like the lyrics, so he never finds Santa. What what category wallet, are we right? in right now? We're in the category of the Santa category. Santa oh, exist. okay. Right. Let's go for the second one. That's where my vote is. Okay, so Greg Lake, I believe in Father Christmas. Hands up. Okay, there's one hand up and it's mine. So we're <laughs> <laughs> Shut down. Christmas in Hollis by Ron DMC. Yeah. Okay, that's going through. I told you, it's not all about me. Okay, after that disappointing round for my personal opinion, <laughs> the next matchup is Santa Claus is coming to town. Versus Ooh. Here Comes Santa Claus. So it's Battle of the Arrivals. <laughs> is that okay? Jimmy, I just wow! This is the version by the Crystals from Phil Spector's album. This is controversial because I was going to say my enjoyment of this song is very dependent on the version. And the main version being, of course... Bruce Springsteen. Well, you say that, but I think the main version is the Jackson 5's version. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I think about Jackson 5. That's the best version. And nail it right away because he's getting ready, his reindeers and his sleigh. You better watch out. Oh, no, it does have So, <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town. That but is a tune. Here is another, and you know, uh, this was the Crystals version from the Phil Spector album. Here is Here Comes Santa Claus, also from the Phil Spector Christmas album, but this one's uh, performed by Bobby B. Socks. Oh. 
Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. I do really like the song, but there's an obvious winner here. Santa Claus, yeah. Gaza, Gaza for me. Okay, are we are we all in agreement that Santa Claus is coming to town? Wins over here comes Santa Claus. I kind of like here comes Santa Claus. Oh, can you plead the case or reasoning? I'm on the first one. I mean, it doesn't really matter what I think anymore. I mean, oh, I no, you have a voice. Your opinion is always valid. I just, I like the drums. <laughs> okay, take it All back. Right. Not enough. Right? Yes. We're going for the first one. Okay. You're not convincing me here. <laughs> so Santa Claus is coming to town. It's through to the next Woo! round. We're nearly there, guys. The next matchup, Santa Baby. Versus, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Oh. These are the oh. these are the sexy the Santa sexy songs. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. I've been an awful good girl, Santa baby. Shall hurry down the chimney tonight. So that's Eartha Kitt's version of Santa Woo! Baby. And this is the Ronettes singing I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. There's a kiss. And a car door. It's giving you narrative. That was a boot. I'm really no, torn on this one. No, 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 the song is saucy, and that's the, what you wanted. You wanted saucy. You do want saucy. The that so, other one's the, just scandal. The saucy's good, but I, what I like about this one, there's a little element of darkness because I understand that Santa Claus is. Sorry, I understand that Santa Claus is the mother's partner, husband, whatever it will be, and probably the father of that child who's witnessing this incident, but he doesn't know that. That's there's, why I think it's so there's something smart, dark you know? about that. And they don't give the game away. Because yeah. like, I mean, Santa's real. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's but it's, also it's um, amazing. I mean, okay, that's, that's, sh- your, that's your assumption because it could be a single mother. I'm also going Oh, a single mother getting in on Santa. Changer. But that's we also have to think about Mrs. Claus as mm. the you know the, the, the silent victim here. in this song. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna shut this down right now. It's yeah. obviously Santa Baby. Like what a song. It's so <laughs> sultry <laughs> and sexy and like okay, huh? clever. Like, you can never sing that song without okay, doing okay. it. But also a little bit warm. Like yeah, you feel good the, when you, when you hear it. Santa Baby. All hands for Santa Baby. Oh, Ryan defiance. I am with your decision. Ryan is defiant and he is going for 
for I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Um, How do you feel about we'll, that? We'll talk about the Freudian okay. messages underneath that first. <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like you could come out of a Christmas pudding singing that song. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Santa baby, you could. And maybe we all should. I'm going to come out of this podcast tonight? singing that song. I'm ready. <laughs> Guys, we are reaching the end of the first <laughs> round matchups. I know it's, t- it's taken a while because you have to get deep into these songs. Do you have a bit of a discussion? We'll do the wild cards first for the end of the Santa Division. This is the character wild card matchup. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer versus Frosty the Snowman. Oh! <laughs> now the version I'm choosing... <laughs> I got you. No, I'm sorry. Now the version I've chosen is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Destiny's Child. Yes! yes! No. Oh, yes! Really? Dasher and dancer and Oh, I'm sold because of Beyonce. Vixen. Oh! and Cupid and Oh, oh my God! But do you recall? My goodness, I've never heard this version and I am so excited. Yeah. The most this is a brilliant. Of all. Let the beat in. <laughs> Foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? And isn't that the ultimate anti-bullying message? Wow. In Rudolph <laughs> the Red Nose Reindeer. Oh, hold on Okay, yes, but it I'm is going up against the, 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 the melty man of our hearts, Frosty the Snowman. And this is the Jackson 5 version. Oh, really good version. This is really hard. You, you know, to be honest, actually, Beyonce's biggest musical influence, Michael yes. Jackson, same voice. But again, with the interlinks between the musical connections. Thank you. That's good. God, I think Destiny's Child has to win. Yeah. I, yeah. Do you, uh, Frosty's based, not getting in on the band. Based on Destiny's Child oh, version. I think yeah, there's so much more the song. Sorry. The, the topic of the song, I prefer to Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. But the version by the Jackson 5, I prefer to... Destiny's Child. Nah, I nah, won't nah, let you nah, know nah, who's nah. going to win yet until okay. we decide. Med- Megan, but that's my thoughts. I your feel argument. like Destiny's Child not only do that song, but they also do Eight Days of Christmas, and it is stellar. It's eight so days. good. Yeah. That wasn't even on your like, long list, and that's it's like a modern one. That's yeah, they get like Chanel handbags and stuff. Ah, yeah. Right. And because of that, I'm like, yeah, they get an extra vote up. Also, for the Mercedes. You're right about the message of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's it's much better. Frosty the Snowman, yeah. what does he even do? You just know he's called Frosty the Snowman. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer overcomes adversity. Yeah. I mean, what, and is a leader true. for a generation. And it doesn't even snow in Belfast, so like, how, can, also, we, how can we relate? <laughs> Destiny's Child, though. Just, Destiny's just Child, Destiny's though. Child. Yeah. Okay, Jackson 5, you are out of here. Yeah. Destiny's Child advances and it gets, well, I mean, one of the topics that came up there is the, the versioning and we have there's loads of versions of loads of these songs, yes. mostly by Michael Bublé, but they're terrible. <laughs> and yes, that's I'm something we sort of have to remember is, yeah, there's other versions by different people that maybe we like more, but 
I guess can can you, we, we kind of can half foot on the version versus the actual song it, and coverability. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of an it's, aspect, it's right? Really, it's a big it's a big part of it because I also think you know the Nat King Cole version. Harking back to the start of this episode, that version is just just makes me feel warm. Like before mm. he even starts singing the song, like I'm like My. I am in Christmas. So the recordings definitely. For especially for Christmas, have a big, big impact. Hundred percent. Okay, so Destiny's Child is free, and it's going up against another R and B classic, TLC's version of Sleigh Ride. Oh, oh is it? Is it here we go. Is, is really a question is it TLC or Destiny's Child I've been so light after Destiny's Child like to be honest that's the winner for me Ryan yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay Destiny's Child is through <laughs> and that is the end of our first round oh, we have woo! does that we mean have, we have to go home well yeah. this is the thing it has kind of went on you don't have so. to go home but you <laughs> can't stay, stay here, here. What's happening? <laughs> I think the first round has been quite enough for one episode of the Jewel Case. So we are going to have to continue this in a second episode, which will go out later in the week. Shailene, Ryan, Brandy, Megan, thank you so much. We will continue the ultimate Christmas song showdown in the next episode of the Jewel Case. We will finish this episode on the song that did not make the first round. Krista Burr. Yeah! <laughs> Planet a long way from here, and I bring a man.
message for mankind to hear Suddenly the sweetest music Goodwill to all 